to the Energy Report with me, your host, Rebecca Conran. I apologize in advance for the sound quality on this recording. I am at my retreat in Patterson, New York, and I don't have the right headphones, of course, to record in because now all the phones have different plugs, so I've accidentally brought the wrong one and it doesn't fit in my computer. So I apologize for uh, any annoyance from this energy report. If you're super annoyed, then you can read my newsletter instead. All the info's in there. It's linked through my website uh, under newsletters. Um, So we'll just get right into it. And uh, all of these audio issues are going to be fixed next week. So this is the energy report from Monday, the 4th of March to Sunday, the 10th of March. And the theme I picked this week is devotion to the process. You know, being a human being is sometimes excruciating. We have rock bottoms where we are raw, empty, down, and out. And when we're down there, we're like, wow, I'm a failure. I'm such a loser. But it's just part of our process of shedding our old skin. Not just. I mean, it's a big, huge part of this process of shedding our old skins. It's not... All rainbows and unicorns, you know. Um, We don't look like we're in a tampon commercial when we're going through evolutionary process or spiritual awakening. Um, It is a lot more like crying in the bottom of your shower, (laughs) right? Um, So devotion to the process. Be devoted to your process, whether rain or shine. Don't doubt yourself just because you're not feeling happy all the time. You're doing a fine job, I promise you. If you're in an upturn right now, wonderful. What a lovely part of the cycle to be in. Congrats to you. Um, And if you're in a downturn, know that the cycle's not always going to live there. There will be another upswing. So the weekly tarot cards uh, that we got this week, we actually got two. Two wanted to pop out. We got the Ace of Swords and the Hanged Man. Uh, well, 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 of course we got the Ace of Swords this week because it's the week that Mercury begins its retrograde. And Aces can represent new beginnings. This one is perhaps one when you're cutting through any mental bullshit that you've been attached to, um, speaking for myself as well. This card speaks to using our intellect and our rational mind with authority. It asks us to dispel our doubts in order to overcome adversity or face problems. So, Is there uh, an emotional issue that maybe you need to be more objective about? Is there some illusion that you need to see through? You know, the hanged man is uh, supporting, so this card is really all about surrender and acceptance of what is. So perhaps the new mental clarity that's coming through this week is asking you to let go of an old way of perceiving Perhaps it's reminding us that when we are unsure of where to go and what to do, sometimes we have to just accept doing nothing for now and letting things be. What comes to mind is one of the hardest places to do that is in relationships. Like when relationships aren't working out or they've ended and you want so badly to be able to fix it and the love is is there. But, you know, sometimes we have to accept that we're just not going to be growing in the same speed at the same time. We're not going to have the same viewpoints as other people, and sometimes that means accepting, and that's uncomfortable. 
Um, so this this is this week is all about cutting through any delusion that we might have, any illusion um, of how we are kind of forcing ourselves to fit into this box or that box, um, and accepting where we are as a beautiful place to be. Um, the weekly ritual I picked this week is asking for help slash surrendering concerns slash trusting the process. Which of those three do you need? You know, do you need a hand? When's the last time you received? When it comes to your self-care, are you a cheapskate? Do you give all you have to others, but when it comes to yourself, you're running on empty? You know, it's okay to ask for help, you guys. I definitely do. I have done through my entire process of awakening, and even today, I still do. I call my friends. I call my practitioners. I make sure that I get the support that I need. And I definitely, at the very least, ask my spirit team, my guides, to help me out. So at the very least, for you, do you call in your teams? Do you say, I don't know who's out there, universe? You know, any energies got some benevolence for me today? Do it every day. You can surrender your problems every day. The collective force of love that is available to us doesn't tire of our problems. Our emotions are never too much. So connect on in and uh, wherever you can, get help. Lastly, you know, think back to other times that felt bleak or lacking and then were turned around out of the blue. Something just dropped in your lap. Something just magically happened. You know, it's so easy to remember to be in fear, but don't forget to be in faith too. And this week with the Uranus energy, Uranus is very shocking and electrifying and surprising. So, you know, don't feel like you can't always be focused on that there might be a good surprise. Sometimes the worst, the worst situations lead to the best uh, endings, ultimately, you know. So hard to go through breakups, but then when you find a partner who's a better fit for you, you think, hmm, well, I'm kind of glad I went through that breakup then after all. So don't forget to be in faith too this week. This is a big-ass week, um, so you're going to want to take very good care of yourself. On Tuesday, the 5th of March, Mercury is going to station retrograde in Pisces. We've had a nice year so far, well, I guess that's subjective, but we've had no retrogrades since January. So we've had this like kind of active period of moving forward, which has been nice. And now we are hitting on one of our uh, first retrogrades for 2019. So Pisces uh, is what Mercury is in. Mercury is our communication, our ideas, our perception, our mind. Pisces is otherworldly. It's ethereal. It's a water sign. Um, not everything in the other world is benevolent, though, either. Some of it is disruptive, interfering, and shadowy. And what we see outpictured in the world around us also has its energetic counterpart in our subconscious, unconscious, and in our collective consciousness. So what I mean by that is we are all so closely related to one another energetically that there is actually nothing going on out there that isn't directly also coming from us in here. So there is some kind of a connection in every aspect of our lives, 
meaning the issues that we see in the world, the pain, the suffering, it is really all of our responsibility. And there's a seed of that in all of us that can be transformed. And that's what helps the collective consciousness to rise above the density of the energy that we're seeing today. So how do we allow ourselves to be a channel for good in the world? I think that's something that really came up around this Mercury retrograde in Pisces, because Pisces the end of the zodiac is all of the energies of the zodiac and um, it really is it's it wants to join all those energies in a collective unconditional love and compassion it wants to understand and to be kind out of a sense of understanding the pain and suffering that everyone is going through so how do we allow ourselves to be a channel for good in the world how do we allow ourselves to accept our true spiritual nature and also be here in the world as a human being? You know, it, it is possible to reside in unconditional love and compassion for ourselves and others. But this is how we're kind of figuring out how to do that through this Mercury retrograde. So this Mercury retrograde, we're still riding that zero degree of Chiron and Aries, that wound in existence, right, and in self. So we're we're really striving to understand with this retrograde how to be a force of love in the world. How do we do that? How are we each going to do that? And it might be just as simple as our daily actions towards ourselves. How do we love ourselves? How do we show love to our community? How do we just not even show it? How do we just feel it? So undoing any kind of conditioning any kind of belief system that creates separation and uh, finding more connection to that collective consciousness in a in a conscious way. You know, we're always connected, but if we're connected unconsciously, that means we're not really thinking about it. We're there's no intention behind it, and sometimes we're just being taken on a ride that we don't even really like. So by being conscious about it, we are really being in our choice. We are choosing to how we want to be connected. We are setting intention around it. And that's what this Mercury retrograde is going to help us to do. This is a great time to channel creativity. It's a great time for spirituality. It's going to be a really hard time in some respects for having serious talks because it's a little bit floaty and like, you know, distracted and ungrounded. So you'll really need to rely on your self-care practices in terms of getting grounded through this time. Also, make sure that you're listening to any repeat messages that you might be getting, gut feelings, paying attention to red flags too, you know, slow down, be patient, take your time. Try not to run ahead blindly into anything over this next month. You know, take more than enough time to consider what is really going on and what you might be saying, committing to, signing at this time. Again, we just got the hanged man. That says, Life is in suspension in some in some ways, you know. That's okay. It's okay to be, um, you know, in a place of repose. It doesn't feel great if you are anxious and you go to fear every time. And that's just information. So if you find that when you are in repose, you go straight into a place of lack, well, there's where you need nurturing and soothing, right? You need... Uh, some care there, and it's kind of revealing a belief system to you that you can work on at this time. 
All right, Wednesday, the very next day after this uh, Mercury goes retrograde in Pisces, at the 29th degree, the very end degree of Pisces. So it's going to be a pretty intense shift that we're going to feel because we're going to feel all of that energy of the very last degree of the entire zodiac mentally, right? So even more reminder to slow down this week. The very next day, Wednesday, the 6th of March, we have a new moon in Pisces gorgeous, but also Uranus goes into Taurus. Eek! That's going to be, the the day before is going to be an intense day at the last, very last degree of this Uranus in Aries. So Uranus is the great awakener, okay? It visits each sign about every 84 years. So you can believe that this shift is going to be deeply felt, right? This is new vibe for us. Um, Uranus is like electricity, um, and uh, it might feel a little bit like getting struck by lightning. So we, um, I haven't really spoken much about Uranus and Aries because, uh, you know, there's just always so much to talk about in astrology that for me, I find it's helpful to not get too overwhelmed with it all and try to just stick day by day to the process because um, even after 10 years, you know, there's just so much shit I have no idea about in terms of astrology. So I try to, um, you know, connect into it with everybody in a less overwhelming way, although I'm sure it sometimes does feel still very overwhelming, uh, just all the information. But here we are. So since March of 2011, Uranus, the maverick, the genius, the rebel, um, has been in Aries, the pioneering warrior of self. So Aries is the baby of the zodiac because it's newborn energy potential right at the beginning of our zodiac, the spark of life, spark of life. And I don't know about you, but 2011 birthed a brand new Rebecca Conran up in this piece, the one that you've come to know now. Before that, uh, and all through my Chiron or my Uranus in uh, Pisces, I was a drug addict, a suicidal depressive. So suffice to say that this transit through Aries was profound for my connection to my true sense of self. It really did a good job of, uh, of like snapping me into um, authenticity. Um, I fought hard to put what I believed in as well as myself first and foremost in my life. And I'm sure that's exactly what you've also been working on throughout this time. And now... We're awakening the Taurian themes into our stratosphere. So we've gone from care of self, warrior of, warrior of self, into Taurus, the consummate humanitarian and uh, lover of Earth. So Taurus rules our resources. Now more than ever, Earth and its resources, as well as each being incarnated on Earth, needs our direct attention and care. You know, Taurus also rules our morals and values. So are we really living in integrity as human beings? It's easy to say no, right? Like, even if we are, we still see so much fractured part of our society. There are many belief systems to do with our values that need to be revolutionized. They're outdated and they don't work for us. You know, one in particular that is <clears throat> is quite harmful, but I don't know that we've necessarily tapped into how harmful it is because it's not one of the major pressing issues, right? It's less harmful than the way that we treat the environment and things like that, because it's, um, we're, it's more subtle. 
but for one, the way that we date, the way that we have children and marry, you know, the belief systems we have around that are some of the most antiquated systems of behavior that need revolutionizing. You know, for a long time now, we've advertised this idea of the one, and how often people have suffered from grief and disappointment and a feeling of failure uh, over a relationship ending, rather than knowing how fucking normal it is for us to not just be with one person for our entire lives. Yeah, this is just one tangent that I could get on, that we could go around, um, you know, around old ideas that we've inherited from our ancestors that don't align with who we are anymore. You know, a lot of women and men don't want to have children in our day and age. And they don't need a reason to not want to. We don't even need to say because of our overpopulation or because of anything. We can say, because I just don't want to. That's not, I think I have more options than this nowadays. And that is not to say that um, there's anything wrong with having children either when that's your choice. Um, But I think more than ever, the generations of today do not feel aligned with the moral values of the past. We are creating a whole new set of actual values that are in integrity, where people are actually doing what they say. Um, So Uranus, this great shaker-upper, going into Taurus, our resources, it really is saying we've got to reform how we take care of the earth, our governments, our system of of authority. We need to, in America, reform how medical care is issued, how we take care of old and sick people. We need to dismantle these paid prison systems, racism, bigotry, you know, um, the effects that uh, moral values that come from religion rather than spirituality have had on our society. We have so much work cut out for us. But I really truly believe that just like Uranus and Aries helped us to become a greater sense of who we are as a self, It will, you know, spirit is working with us, the universe is working with us, the collective is working with us to wake these aspects up. So I think all we have to do is really show up every day and not give up on ourselves and one another. We just keep doing our best, right? Understanding that, like, we're being pushed in this direction and uh, we can surrender and accept to that and, um, and work as hard as we can when we can. So... On the same day, we've got this sweet, sweet new moon in Pisces. What a sweet moon. Very creative, very emotional, very feminine in nature. Um, and new moons are lovely times because they're times when we set intention. We plant new seeds, right? New emotional story that we want to start. So this might be like a really fresh start for you. Um, again, Pisces represents the entire zodiac and in its highest vibration, our connection to unconditional love and compassion new moons, this new emotional story. This might be a new story of love for you, L-O-V-E. The new moon is the seed of love you are planting, saying we will no longer accept the old ways and the energetic density of the past. We will heal our ancestry. We will be a force of love in the world. So this is a great day to set intentions. This whole week, set intentions, spend time in meditation, pay attention to the symbolism of your dreams, You know, the veil is always thin under Pisces, and it will be even more so with Mercury and Pisces retrograding. Pay attention to all of the messages and synchronicities. 
You are so unbelievably loved and there is a well of life available to you if you tap into it. And uh, this week we're really cultivating that, really tapping into what spirituality means to us. And most of us, it doesn't mean there's a guy up there who is uh, choosing what will and won't happen to us. I certainly don't believe that at all. I believe that we have total autonomy in what we choose to do in this world. And I think there's a lot of power behind that when we remember it. And that we remember that when we choose, we also have a support team that helps us to activate our choices. And that could be a force of good, or it can be a force of uh, shadow. So this week, connect into your force of good, your force of love, and ask for help. And uh, I want to thank all of the patrons of the New Story podcast uh, that help to um, support its availability each week. Um, I love doing it, and I'm so grateful that you exchange energy with me. Um, It really helps me to feel um, active in the sharing. So if you feel called to donate any amount to the New Story podcast and the availability of the Energy Report, you can do so at my Patreon, which is linked in the show notes. And uh, I have a few uh, things coming up. I have... um, I have multiple weekend retreats coming up through this year, so if you want to if you want to book in advance with your deposit and be able to come to one of my weekend retreats, uh, you can do so. Um, there is a pool at the house, so if you come in the summer, pool in the woods, not a bad deal. And um, I also have some coaching uh, plans available and all kinds of sessions and and uh, and things going on. So connect in through my website and um, rebeccaconran.com or follow me on Instagram for my weekly, daily updates uh, at rebeccaconran. And I will see you all next week. Sending love.